today at your closest Exxon or mobile station. Rocket News with you here on Fox Sports 910. Hope you're having a good hump day. A uh, Salt Taco and, and Tequila located at Westgate Entertainment District are open. Excellent Mexican fare. And they are locally owned and operated. And they are using all the services like Grubhub and DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, and Curbside uh, with 30% off your food order. So check out Salt Tacos and Tequila located at Westgate Entertainment Center. So, Manuch, a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of really good quarterbacks coming out of Arizona, and some that uh, figure, hey, I should go to high school in Arizona mm-hmm. because so many are are coming out of this state, and you're fortunate to work with many of them, and, uh, and it looks as though there may be another. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Marchioli, who was just transferred from Colorado to Hamilton High School, uh, he just came in here, I'm going to say, uh, just here recently, uh, was offered by Arizona State University, and uh, to your point, Rob, on the break, is there's been a lot of offers to a lot of young men here in the Valley the last several years, and everybody's either moved on. Uh, the Chubba Purdy's of the world's going to Florida State University. His brother, Brock Purdy, has moved on to um, to Iowa State. So there's been a lot of them that have been offered, but nobody has decided to stay. I think of the, uh, the Kelly kid that was at Basha a few years ago. He did come to Arizona State University. Bryce Perkins, as we know, came to ASU before he transferred to Arizona Western, then obviously finished at Virginia. Um, and, and then Kelly, he came, but he got injured. So he basically had to quit football. But Marcioli, a young man that came out of Colorado, transferred him from Colorado to Hamilton. So there's a lot of, believe it or not, receivers and quarterback and defensive backs. All coming to Arizona. They come from uh, California, New Mexico, Colorado, coming into Arizona because of the way that a lot of these young men are getting recruited throughout some of the top schools in the state. Ode Rubino joins us now here on Rock Minute Fox Sports 910. You can follow him on Twitter at Devil's Digest. And uh, he, he is everything Arizona State. He joins us now on the right to the guest line. Ode, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great. How, how you guys doing over there? Good, man. Thank you for making some time for us today. We appreciate it. And uh, we were just talking about how uh, the resurgence of quarterbacks uh, over the last few years here in the Valley. And uh, you recently just wrote about uh, the Marcioli, uh, Marcioli kid from, uh, from Colorado. Uh, why is it that we're seeing so many, in your opinion, uh, kids transferring out of state to the Phoenix area? Well, I just think it really uh, comes uh, comes down to end of the day a level of competition. Uh, not that I think that Colorado is light years behind Arizona when it comes to the overall high school competition, but I think sometimes uh, kids will view the competition level uh, in the state of Arizona, especially at the five and the six A levels, to be higher than their their own hometown. Now, uh, in this specific uh, case of this quarterback. Uh, he said that uh, simply it was a job opportunity for either one or both of his parents to uh, find a better job uh, here in the Valley. So he just followed them. But I think it's definitely a feather in Hamilton's cap that he told me in his interview that uh, he definitely did his research. And he said, I I researched the Soaros and the Chandlers of, of the world, and I decided to settle on Hamilton. And Hamilton, as we all know, a school that really has been through a tough time uh, the last couple of years, did have some resurgence. Uh, in, in 2019, and now with a quarterback like this playing for the next two years at at Hamilton, I think uh, this could be uh, quite uh, 
uh, a, a, um, a, a great, great um, opportunity for the Huskies to uh, maybe return to prominence. And, and Hode, from the standpoint for the offer that he was he received from Arizona State, w- what did they base that off of? Uh, just, I mean, had they, they gone out and watched him work out? Because he realized there wasn't really anything on the varsity level per se. Was it just the potential? Well, I think potential. I think it's a sophomore film. Uh, when, when you look at the offer list uh, for, the, for this quarterback, it's a very, very impressive one. Florida, Florida State, Mississippi State, Georgia. Uh, some Pac-12 schools aside from Arizona State, so a lot of schools out there liked what they saw from his uh, from his sophomore film. You're absolutely right because the recruiting dead period uh, just got extended and it never really ended earlier in the year. Then uh, very few schools were able uh, to see maybe in that little window of uh, of, of January in in person work out, and that would really be just a little too early for spring practices anyway to see any prospect uh, working out. So, yes, I think a lot of it was based on just uh, watching film and trusting your eyes uh, on the film. Uh, I do agree with you that there's nothing like in-person evaluation, whether you're having a player come to your camp on campus or actually go to see him in their respective uh, spring practice. But obviously, with these uh, very uh, unique and and precedent times, uh, you really have to do uh, whatever you can do uh, to to, uh, extend offers and sometimes that will rely mostly, if not solely, on just game film rather than in-person evaluation figuring in. He's Hold Rubino, ASU Sports for DevilDigest.com. All right, Hold, we had uh, Coach Edwards on probably three weeks ago, and we asked him if you could start you know, again a couple years ago when he first came in here, what are some of the things you would do different? He didn't even hesitate for me and Rock. He said, look, guys, I did not realize – the recruiting realm, how much time, effort, energy that it is. He said, I would have adjusted my schedule because all the coaches that we talk to, Hode, around the nation, for them it's 90 to 95% recruiting, recruiting. That being said, what, what is going on with recruiting right now? What, what can they do? What can't they do to try to keep some momentum going during this downtime? Well, obviously everybody's in the same boat right now as far as not having any in-person contact, not being able to go on the road, and not being able to have recruits come visit your campus. Now, this is going to take place at least until April 15th. Now, April 15th, as it is, was actually the first date that coaches were allowed to go on the road to see recruits in person. That's why Arizona State made sure that their scheduled spring practice was going to end on March 28th. Obviously, that's not the case anymore, and we don't know if that April 15th deadline for coaches to uh, be able to go on the road recruiting is still going to hold true, but uh, it did hurt Arizona State and, again, every other college program for that matter not to have recruits visit you during spring practice. Uh, I think that um, you, you do want to have recruits on campus at a time where the campus is busier, if that makes sense. So, to, so if you're not coming here for a game day, if you're seeing players go through spring practice, you're seeing the meetings that take place prior to the session, that really gives recruits, in many cases, a more complete picture of what the, what the program is all about. So uh, this uh, definitely regulates Arizona State coaches for a lot of uh, FaceTime and Zoom uh, uh, calls with, with the recruits, a lot of texting and of an end of an indirect messaging. And really this is where when you establish the uh, relationship much before this pandemic started, you can really just maybe have in some uh, cases a seamless transition to different methods 
of communication which do not involve in 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 person communication so th this is where uh, if you were able to lay the groundwork well and I think Arizona State really has done that with the quality and the quantity of the offers uh, in the, in the 2021 class I think this is where Arizona State's uh, groundwork in previous months is is able to not really hurt him that much not seeing all the, all those recruits in person and I think just in general when uh, you see Arizona State uh, be an eight, eight, eight win team have a top 25 recruiting class I think those are some um, uh, good uh, goodwill aspects if you will that Arizona State is able to build on as they're trying to establish relationships with all these recruits Oh, give Rock and I a little uh, encapsulation, a recap of, of uh, spring football for ASU. What was the good, the bad, and indifferent? Biggest takeaways? Well, yeah, obviously it was a big period of transition when you have uh, new offensive and defensive coordinators in, in stealing schemes that were really uh, much different. In the case of the offense, I would say vastly different than what we saw, what we saw in 2019. I think that um, the offense, to nobody's surprise, didn't really click on all cylinders from the first to the last practice before they went on this extended hiatus. But uh, you definitely saw a lot of a lot of shifts, a lot of motions, a lot, a lot of pre-snap movement on this on this team, and and I think that definitely has been a welcome change, and really was able to challenge the defense quite a bit. I was I was saying in my uh, in my recap pieces back then that I felt that the three three five defense was the one challenging the offense so much every day in practice that it was almost a relief probably not to see a such a complex defense on game day. Well, now I think the tables have turned, and now you have a defense that really gets challenged quite a bit with so many different looks, so many different formations almost on each and every snap that when they actually go see a more vanilla defense on Saturday, it might be a, a very welcome sight for this Arizona State defense. But we saw a guy like J.D. Daniels who was so accurate, uh, not only during the season, but even in fall camp, uh, but preceding the season, have just a little higher number than, than expected uh, uh, of interceptions, but nothing really to, to make you worry about a lot. But uh, So that's uh, one area that really needs to clean up, I think, just also dealing with a lot of uh, inexperienced wide receivers compared to what he had last year. That's also a challenge for J.D. Daniels, and also a challenge for the whole wide receiver group uh, as a whole. But uh, what I was uh, pleasantly surprised, and not really greatly surprised, but to have the two freshman uh, running backs, uh, DeMonte Trainum and Daniel Nada, uh, really hit the ground running, I think, in, in spring practice and really able to en enhance this Arizona State running game. Time will tell if both of them, in a collective effort, can really fill the huge shoes that even Benjamin has left behind. But I think right now, the early returns of spring practice, and granted it is a very limited body of work, I think there's a lot to be excited about the Arizona State running game and what those newcomers can bring to the table. On defense, I think uh, the story is, is pretty crystal clear. You have a lot of returning proven talent at the linebacker position, and, and, and at the secondary you have Chase Lucas, who's going to be a four-year starter at cornerback for Arizona State. That's unheard of, not only in the Pac-12, which is punishing for defensive backs, but even across the whole landscape of college football. So you really uh, can't measure uh, how much experience you have at that, uh, at that area. But uh, defensive line, I think, I think it's just very much a uh, work in progress, and they have a new defensive line coach to boot in Robert Rodriguez. And I've been very, very impressed with, with Rodriguez. Uh, Antonio Pierce, the co-defensive coordinator, went as far as saying that he was the MVP 
of spring practice uh, at, at, at the midway point. So I'm confident that uh, he can really improve the play of, uh, of this defensive line. But, uh, again, I think just like when we talk about the wide receiver group for Arizona State, there is some talent there, but it's still inexperienced talent. It's still unproven talent. And that is uh, one of the major aspects that I would keep a real close eye on if spring practice ever resumes, but definitely in, in fall camp. Because if that defensive line can play even just somewhat better than it did in 2019, I think this Arizona State defense can be very special in 2020 because the amount of talent and experience they have at linebacker and the defensive backfield is really second to none, I feel, in the Pac-12. He's Hode Rubino, everything Arizona State Athletics. has uh, got a lot of pieces up. Uh, go to uh, his Twitter page, at Devil's Digest. He's got a nice piece on uh, you know Benjamin and uh, how it's going to affect uh, this time off, for, uh, no pro day and all that other stuff. So, hey, Hode, good stuff as always, man. Keep up the good work. We'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks for having me on. It's Hode Rubino, Devil's Digest. Check it out. Uh, and coming up, our random fact of the day. And uh, a little bit later, uh, got some incredible police blotter to pass along and uh, just crazy stuff. And we're going to talk some puck. Bob Heathouse is going to join us. So, got a lot to still get into today. Hopefully, you're having a good day. It's Rock and Fox Sports 910.